Society 13 Podcast Network, and you are listening to Kettle Whistle Radio with Heather and Dave, the only place I come for the music, macabre, and movies. KOKW calling. I'm on international frequency. Come in. Up again. You know, what is this? What does this represent? Uh, because this isn't just about soda. Hello, beans. This is Dave. And Hello. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Whistle Radio, it's been a while. Yes, it has. Yeah, we've been busy. Everybody's been busy. Some talent's been sick, and I don't know, there's just been a lot going on. And, uh, you know, my lovely assistant walks into microphones every now and then. Yeah. I'm so I got clumsy. my lovely assistant, Miss D, with me tonight. Hello. She says hello. And uh, you just heard a blurb from Pittsburgh News, because that's the kind of news we get. No news is good news with Gary Gnu. <laughs> Anyway, all right, so musically speaking, nah. lately, let's see, it, it's been bleak out there, it still is, but I've been finding stuff, and I'm going to talk about right now a uh, little metal from the UK, actually, Architects UK, the song is Naysayer, very metal, very cool changes, tight drums, wall of grinding guitars, apparently they were formed in 2004 in Brighton, England. And uh, I just really uh, enjoyed uh, what I heard from them. This, the album is Lost Forever, Lost Together. They did the Warp Tour in 2013. I know you haven't heard them yet, but you might. I you have might, not. You might kind of like them. This is kind of a, like an ode to the Olympics tonight. We have like bands and groups from all sorts and places, even from Pittsburgh tonight. An international flavor, if you will. If you will. I, I am going to say a uh, punk rock band formed in 1992, or at least been around since 92. Uh, they're called Randy. Uh, worth a revisit, I know. Silly I name, love it. Randy. <laughs> Probably named after Pee Wee Herman's little puppet counterpart. Oh, Randy, Randy. Who knows? Uh, but punk rock from 92, Sweden, from Sweden. But you know what? They very Ramones and no effects sounding uh, band. I, I, I kind of like, I dig their stuff. They Apparently, they started as sort of more of a metal group and turned into a punk rock band. But Randy, check them out. They were on Marky. Ramones 
Punk Rock Blitzkrieg last week. Oh, that's an amazing show if you guys ever... Well, as I plug another radio show, but... Hey. He's amazing. He's yeah. fun to listen to. Exactly. Yeah, of course. He's a legend. I always plug Marky Ramon. That's uh, 3 to 6 on uh, Satellite Radio. you got to go to Faction on uh, XM, Sirius XM. Uh, as far as metal... Uh, let's see. We're going to go to the States for this one. Orange County, California, Throwdown. They've been around for a while, formed in 1997. They have a new album out. They've been on OzFest, and we saw them at OzFest. We saw them actually, oh boy, way back. We're going back 10 years now. Uh, they're a straight-edge hardcore band. Uh, good stuff. Everything I hear is awesome. Bouncing, bass, rhythm, drums, but hardcore. Just you know, It's a throwback to early hardcore music. And uh, but it's not my pick of music this week as far as throwbacks. Uh, this one here, Agent Orange, punk rock. Oh, all right. Formed again, Orange County, California, nineteen seventy nine, eighty two. They they were still playing. They, I, apparently, they're still playing. I, the song I picked was um, Everything Turns Gray, which a lot of people would be familiar with if you know them at all. But Agent Orange. Now, interesting little anecdote about them. They did a tour not too long ago. Ah, oh, yes, they and, did. <laughs> yeah, some people we know were on, went to the show. Ah, the Staten, the Staten Island Ferry Concert. Yeah, if you yes. want to call that a tour. Yeah. So uh, his mom and uh, her boyfriend, Eric, are way cooler than we are because they get to go on all these cool punk rock uh, ferries around, you know, New York Harbor. A.K.A. Keith. Ah, Keith. I don't even know a Keith. <laughs> That's his punk rock name. Anyway, so Agent Orange, I guess they were one of the many bands that played the Staten Island Ferry show around. They, I don't know if they do like a dinner and whatever, you know, booze and... A booze cruise. Booze cruise around Staten Island. It's a bunch of punk rock bands. I think that's awesome. Agent Orange, one of them. That would be a great show to see. Even my mom loved it. Oh, Come on. Gloria's awesome. <laughs> yeah, here's one for you. Uh, so Axl Rose turned uh, 52. Yeah, who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So moving on. Uh, <laughs> now, zombies. <laughs> zombies. I, I just a little. I gotta add this little tidbit here. Doctor Steve of Weird Medicine of the O and A O and A channel. Opie and Anthony. Yes. He said the best and closest version of a real zombie invasion. In modern day, we'll say, uh, film, film and book film. <laughs> media was 28 Days Later. He thinks that was true to form. The worst case ever, and this is where he actually referred to the book more than the movie, World War Z. Oh, Dr. Such, Steve. Such a disappointment for someone in this room. No, well, no. Ah. Great book. Great book, but not, I don't know. There's some things. Just, no character development, no crossovers. Chapters didn't blend. I thought there'd be a little more crossover. Didn't happen. And uh, they put Brad Pitt in the movie. And honestly, I remember nothing from the movie. Nothing stands out. Just like Domino's, the zombies were just falling all over each other. Not scary. I just remember Action Pit. Saving everyone. I remember nothing. I remember oh. nothing from that movie. Yeah. It just it did not stand out. But I have to agree with that one because now this is why Doctor Steve says the uh, there's a lot of undersea zombies, which was one of my favorite scenes in the book. The submarine and then people out in a boat and zombies were falling in the water and people were falling in the water. Zombies were pulling them under. The problem with that is that zombies he claims would not last very long in salt water. Like the decay would be a lot quicker and they wouldn't be as vibrant. Depending on the salt content, like if you were in the Dead Sea, wouldn't you just 
float. Mm. So they'd be like floating, trying to eat you, like blah, like right. little bobbing apples trying to bite you. Right. I, I yeah. Well, it was kind of creepy. It was creepy in the book, but and that was the only creepy stuff. And then Doctor Steve said, you know, that that was the worst um, possible form of zombie they could have put in there because they would have decayed quicker. That kind of reminds me of like um. Uh, Oh, what is it? Friday the 13th, the one horrible one where Jason was like walking along the yeah, bottom. Yeah, Jason of... takes Manhattan, stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, you, you know, again, he's pure evil incarnate. Look up, New York City. There's a difference between him and zombies. He was just yeah. evil incarnate. Yes, there is. That's still, that was. Uh, but no, we're talking about zombies here. All right. And uh, no, he just. So anyway, so Dr. Steve totally just. Just thought that was a bad approach on the zombie thing, and that's why I think Romero stuck to land zombies. <laughs> yes, <laughs> smart nothing, move. Nothing floating zombies in space hasn't been done, has it? No. Um, oh, yeah, kind of. Yes, and no. I, yeah. Yeah, I'm over zombies. I really am. So back to Axel Rose. So he turned fifty-two. Oh, never mind. Uh. All right. <laughs> anyway, all right. Welcome now. to the jungle. Let's go on. As far as metal. And I don't know where you people are with metal. I know there's a lot of people that are haters out there. And I'm kind of bored of the haters, too. It's like, start liking things, folks, because you're not paying for it anymore. Um, metal Church is playing at the Rex on March 7th, and I'm there. I used to see them back in the 80s. They ruled. 90s. They, they, do not, they have such a catalog of great music. I cannot wait to see Metal Church again. And to see them, I'm just amazed that, they, you know, even there's two members left. Oh... Oh, no, you got no. we're going to watch the children pray. Yeah, watch the children Together. pray. Whoa. Yeah, if you never heard of Metal Church, first of all, then you don't like metal, then you probably never heard of Pantera either. Uh, th- th- that's who Pantera used to... They, they, they were a, Pantera was a Judas Priest and Metal Church cover band when they started. So I'd say go back and um, go ahead and Google Watch the Children Pray and see one of the best metal songs you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, pretty awesome. Fantastic yes, stuff. Uh, and uh, now we're going back to the 80s, so let's let's move on here. Now... 80s. Time capsule to the 80s. <laughs> yeah, except we're going right now, dummy. Ah. Marcus Hoff. Yes. My buddy from Germany. Now, I got to talk about this guy because he, I was so impressed that he sent me a CD, physical CD, that arrived around Christmas of his band, The Flood, which is his album. Um, it just, I just cannot believe it. I have it right over here. The band, well, his group and him, The Flood. In Love or Despair is the album. It's a throwback to synth pop here in the States, I'll say. And I, I just thought it was a lot of fun to listen to. It, it brings me back to, like, um, early 80s synth pop. Like, yeah, early ministry really and good. early Pet Shop Boys and stuff like that. And it, club music now. I mean, if you, you know, if you went to a club and this was blasting, which I imagine, I guess over there, it is. Um... I, I'm just—I was really impressed with it. With that, I don't know. What, what, what do you think, Marcus Hoff, and the song back in 1989? That's what we're gonna play here. Oh, I really like this song. I really did. A lot of depth. A lot of depth. You were—you were going all Nick Rhodes on our. Oh, I was totally going Nick Rhodes. Um, I have to go back. Like how impressed I was that uh, he sent uh, David a, a, a CD. I, I came home and went to the mailbox in the studio, of course. <laughs> and there's this package from Germany. I'm like, whoa. Sometimes we have a hard enough time getting local bands to even grace mm. us with their presence because mm. they're so awesome. But somebody sent something internationally and was just very cool and gracious. And Gracious you know, is the word. Gracious. He's just a great yes. guy. He's a nice guy, man. Marcus Hoff. Look him up. M-A-R-K-U-S. 
H O F. He's on Facebook. Friend him. Great guy. Yes. Great musician. And we're going to play a song right now. All right. This should take you back to in 1989. The song is Back in 1989.
Tamika Artist with the hard-hitting news. First, there was McDonald's uh, dealing heroin out of their drive-in window, and now fake Burger King. The city's in an uproar. I, I don't even know what to say about this. I love the fact that a burger joint goes under the guise and facade of another burger joint. <laughs> it's it's deceptive, isn't it? It's like James Bond shit, isn't it? It's ridiculous. Uh, earlier, you might have heard that a other news blurb where a, a guy actually stole a forklift. <laughs> A forklift. A forklift and drove from whatever rental place you steal a forklift from. Now, I worked in a carpet warehouse where the forklifts were kept inside. And they were used as weapons by well, this guy. Well, he drove it from the freaking joint, drove it through a neighborhood. I think they said it was like five to eight miles away. Yeah, he drove I don't know. A, yeah. He drove Something a forklift like to another guy's house to trash his house. And I believe he was able to hit half the house. Well, yeah, he hit his garage. He, he totally destroyed the guy's garage. He was, and he was aiming for the his neighbor. Was he looking for another forklift? I, I don't know. Maybe there was a forklift in the rubble. <laughs> My favorite part of the Burger King thing was the fact that um, there there was a mother that ordered a you know I, I don't know Burger King meals for her kids and she didn't question the stuff came in a Dixie cup. I'm like, oh, I'll feed this Soylent Green to my children. It's just like what what, what the hell? I like the big Italian dude that came in. I just wanted the Italian. Uh, and they didn't. Have I didn't it. have. They didn't have the Italian thing. Who goes to Burger King for an Italian sandwich? God. Anyway, uh, not an Italian. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so Axl Rose turned uh, 52 this Thursday. Uh, All right. So what would you think of Marcus Hoff? I love that song. I hope you guys did, too. If you like Marcus Hoff back in 1989, let me know. I want to hear all about it. It's about lost love. He's available on iTunes and Amazon. His band, him, it basically called The Flood. You can get him on iTunes and Amazon. Uh, you can actually buy the CD. 
He said the CD is available wherever CDs are sold. It's a little different here in the States now since all we have is goddamn Best Buy. Worst Buy. Ugh. Ugh. So, anyway, but I met Marcus Hoff through a, a Kettle Whistle Radio uh, friend and, of course, family member, Jet Noir. And I thank you, Jet. Uh, Marcus is a great guy. Um, now, her new project with Tony Mayo, of course, uh, is out. The, the band's album is out, Naked Lunch. It, it's it's available, and um, Beyond Planets is the album. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, what did you think of it? We listened to it several times. Oh, I... <laughs> No, I, I thought it was really good. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, Nick Rhodes from Duran Duran would love to have him, them open up for Wembley. Ah, that's ah. A, yeah, yeah, they're definitely definitely a, a pick for the opening act for. And if that happens, I'd really like to go. So yeah, just, just so you go, <laughs> yeah, Tony and Jed. Uh, if you guys get on the bill with Duran Duran, uh, can you fly us out, or at least fly uh, Ms. D, my oh lovely my assistant, out? I'll, I'll clean your house. She Whatever. Will, she'll clean your house. I'll cook for you. She'll cook for you. You know, depending how long you want to put up with her. I'll, I'll iron your, your 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 stage clothes. I don't know. <laughs> Something. Whatever's helpful. I'll walk your dog. <laughs> and here's Naked Lunch with We Are Enjoy.
so much grief Where are you guys? Naked Lunch with We Are. I enjoy that song. Very moody, brooding, as they can be. I will say it's not my favorite song on the record. My favorite happens to be Emotional Turmoil. But I'm not playing that today. We're going to save that for another day. Oh. Yeah, a little teaser there. A little teaser. Good stuff, More man. More tumultuous day. Yeah, actually, Emotional Turmoil. And I think they may enjoy the fact that I... I think it sounds like uh, Kill Thrill Cult stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the fun. Yeah, it's fun stuff. Fun stuff. Rowdy. Now, speaking of Rowdy, uh, exciting, actually. Let's go back to our friend Clive Barker, also from oh. the UK. Yes. All right. Night, uh, Naked Lunch, Keeping also Being with from. the Olympic theme of international <laughs> players. Exactly. Yes. So, All right. So, the cabal cut of Nightbreed is coming out. I am so excited. Awesome. And I, I'm still a lover of the original. I have the VHS thing with some edited yes, footage. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, well, the, now the 160-minute version is coming out. And uh, apparently Occupy Midian was this uh, movement done by Ann. Well, she was one of the members. Uh, Ann Bobby, who was the female, uh, I guess she'd be the second star of the film. Right. Um, yeah, and, and she uh, and a bunch of the folks from Nightbreed, including uh, Craig Schaffer. Craig Schaffer. And uh, Peliquin himself. Uh, so I, I don't know who plays Peliquin. He's my he's my favorite <laughs> character. But anyway, uh, yeah, they, they apparently Shuna Sassy. Oh gosh, uh, she's so hot. Relax. Never. Calm it down. Breathe. Anyway, Occupy Media, and they, she had contacted 400 fans, and the 400 fans uh, stayed true to form. And uh, apparently, somewhere during this movement, Clive Barker realized that his original vision was worth going back to. Now, you read the article, too, right? Uh, yes. He yes. didn't think he was that good. Um, I, I think I think that there's, like, certain horror movies or whatever genre of movies that, that you like that you can go back and you can watch it again, and it holds true to form. And it was one of those first movies that, you know, monsters aren't bad, <laughs> that they can be really good and, you know, well, we were, are the monster. Humans right, are yeah, the monster. Humans ended up being the monster, so, but monsters were bad, too. Let's not forget the berserkers. Well, oh yeah, well that's you know, true. There was no good or bad. That was the whole point, really, which was awesome. But yeah, apparently they are coming out with the DVD Blu-ray. Uh, it's been filmed. Uh, filmed. It's been screened a ridiculous amount of festivals throughout Europe, and and well, I guess it was North Carolina here. That's the closest wow. to us. Okay. I would have went to that thing, man. But um, yeah, I just love how humble Clyde Barker still is after all these. He, he admitted that he didn't think that he got his message through. He wasn't happy with the cut of the movie, but he didn't realize people would love the movie like he did. And as some people were quoted, it's the Star Wars of horror for that time. Right. And well, was- and too, I think that they were saying that some of the they just didn't know where some of the footage was. It was kind of like lost in the ether, where, wherever you know studios keep things. Yes, it was so a ridiculous, tumultuous task of him calling Fox Studios and other producers. And studios and trying to find VHS and putting together VHS tapes 
and apparently they got what they needed. Um, was it Miller? Is it Mark Miller that's working with him? Um, oh boy, I forgot the name. But he did a lot of legwork too, and they managed to put it put together a, a better version of the film, 160 minutes and. Clive walked away happy, fans walk away happy, and they're also proud of what the the cabal cut of Nightbreed looks like. And I yeah, cannot wait. I hope we get it in the theater, you know? I hope we get it here. Right. You know what? And, and it'll probably be like one of those, you know, small theater released, and you'll have to wait a few years to get it on, you know, DVD. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping not. Right. I'm hoping it's a big thing. So I know a few people that will be very excited about that. Shout out, Kelly Hesford. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, now, in other news, let's see. I, you know, I, I, I can't help but talk more about Rex Brown because he has yet another album out, Rex Brown from Pantera, bass player. And he um, he hit a little, uh, you know, in reading his book, uh, one of the best Pantera songs from the Cowboys from Hell album was Psycho Holiday. And I, I didn't know this, that Rex actually was behind that whole song. You always think... You know, Dimebag, Phil, whatever, and Vinny on the percussion. But uh, Rex Brown was uh, hanging out with Phil. This is going back to 1987. All right. And he, he was hanging out with Phil. Phil was uh, younger, drinking a lot at the time, away from his parents for the first time. And, and uh, like, Rex wrote down on a piece of paper when uh, Phil was, it was time for him to go visit his parents again because he needed to get away from everything. It was too much. And he just wrote down on a, a notebook that he a notebook a notebook that he keeps by his bed, like Clive Barker. Uh. He wrote down the term, did the word "psycho holiday," because that's what Phil needed to go home. And um, before Phil took that flight, he took that piece of notepad and just started writing lyrics. And then the song "Psycho Holiday" was born, and it was all about you know too much alcohol and being away from home, away from you know New Orleans where he's from, and. Hanging out with these, <laughs> overindulgence, hanging out with these crazy Texans. And I just thought that was pretty cool. I, I, I never knew. Like Psycho Holiday, I never, it just sounded like something that Phil just came up with. But actually, Rex Brown, the bass player, came up with it. Now, back to Pittsburgh. We should bring it back to Pittsburgh, you know. Dubberg. It's the Olympics, you know, and of course, you got to bring it back home at some yeah, point. We lose here. Yeah, just, <laughs> I went to uh, Rickard Beagle Books today. Our, ah, our buddy jealous. Chris, yeah, Chris Rickard, and and of course Beagle, uh, of the famous The Last Unicorn Beagle. What a great store! I walked away with a couple of books. Uh, one of which I have to talk about was actually one of Stephen King's favorite favorite made for TV movies of all time back in the day in the 80s when they used to have the movie of the night or the week or whatever the hell it was prophecy not the christopher walken prophecy (laughs) this was a monster story okay this is a story of unrelenting terror by the author of the omen brian seltzer it was all for you damien yes now the the movie features a deformed and uh you know uh, well deformed bear running through the woods eating countless numbers of campers king loved it but the book itself is, uh, you know, biological changes are beginning to occur. People are sick. Their minds are confused. Children are born dead, born deformed. And a family of campers has been found dead, mutilated by some indescribably brutal force. The Prophecy. Yes, by oh, David Seltzer. My. Can't yeah. wait to read the book because I saw the movie so many times back in the day. Stephen King said it was one of his favorites. On the oh. Stephen King note, you happen to be holding something, Stephen King, that you don't even know. Oh, it says Joe Hill. Oh, is that a... Is that Richard Bachman? No. It's actually <laughs> Which the, is Stephen King? It's a spawn of King. 
Oh, is that one of his sons or something? Yeah, Chris Ricker told me that Joe Hill was uh, Stephen King's son, and I guess he's in his 30s. Ah. Damn, I didn't know that. It says, heart-shaped box. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. A little Nirvana-esque. I don't know. Just saying. Just saying. Here's the challenge I presented Chris Rickard, okay, of Rickard and Beagle books. Go ahead. Do do you want me to read the little blurb? I have a challenge first. I asked her, I said, find something. If you think you know me, find something that's going to scare the shit out of me and sell it to me, and I'm going to come in and buy it. And this is what she presented. You know, heart-shaped box, Joe Hill. Now, go ahead. Heart-shaped box. Judas Coyne is a collector of the macabre, a cookbook for cannibals, dot, 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 a used hangman's noose, a snuff film, an aging death metal rock god. His taste for the unnatural is a wide, is widely known to his legions of fans as the notorious excess of his youth, but nothing he possesses is unlikely or as dreadful as his latest discovery, an item for sale on the internet, a thing so terribly strange, Jude can't help but reach for his wallet. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Very dramatic. Yes. So, Joe Hill, the son of Stephen King, heart-shaped box. Uh, I'll let you guys know what I think. I'm sure some of you have read it. I'd love to hear what you you think, if you think at all anymore. Um, okay. Love to hear from you. Uh, so, we're going to leave on a Pittsburgh note. All right? A nice surprise. All right? I get very little... Well, I get some rap groups on here. My morbid psychosis. Love those guys. Um, we have a rap group. Finally. Yes, we do. And I want to thank uh, Mr. Rock Gotti for uh, letting me play little FB. That's in FB, capital F, capital B, capital, capital B, caf, uh, capital. Oh, I don't even know what you're talking about, boy. Too many milkshakes. Capital. <laughs> anyway, FB coming up right now. All right, I really enjoyed this. The whole album, really. And this is big time to me, a throwback to gangster rap of the late 80s. I'm sure these guys are younger than that. They probably won't appreciate that. And if they don't, well, then they, they got to talk to me because that's where it was. Mm-hmm. That's where it was. That was a real rap. And I feel, I really do feel it in some of these songs. Totally enjoy it. Um, let's see. We got a few picks here. It was really tough to narrow it down. Yeah, we were kind of like trying to narrow it down. And it was, it was a close call there. It was, yeah. So the track is on my way yes you know what i was um we we have the cd and i was kind of blown away by this song i thought it was very well produced very professional um just so well done and i absolutely love this song and i'm not the biggest rap person i selectively like some rap songs but not my main genre great vocals Oh, my goodness, and, yes. Tremendous. Uh, honestly, and, and it brings you right back to, well, Pittsburgh. you got to give big ups, you yeah. know? I mean, it seems like Pittsburgh is could be the new mecca for rap. I right. mean, metal. Yeah. Hey, guys, love to hear from you, but it's been a while. Yeah, I really felt like this uh, song could be on mainstream radio. It like, is, and should yes, be, should and be, absolutely should be. be. Should be. It's be. awesome. All right, folks. Well, thanks for listening, and let's, uh, let's do a little On My Way. I give up the sun, the moon. For you, I do anything at all to be the one you need. And girl, I die, yes, I die. And if that's the only way, guess I walk along my skin and bone. You are your own, and I'll be on my way. I'm guessing way. I'll be on my way now. 
out, baby, count your blessings, you're better off cause I play foul Girl, I'm living reckless, especially when the cake round Makita the best, I ain't messing with all these lame sounds Heard you got a boy and he employed, got a cushy job And for your birthday, got a droid and a mushy card But I'm a thug and shit ain't wonderful, the street life We living like no other kind, butter when the weed like But we used to be like best friends In the sheets, we were sex friends Licking everything from your knee to where your neck ends But that's a part of me that's chilling in the past Get suited under wraps like a villain with a mask I'ma kill him with these tracks And you ain't gonna be around to see it when they blasting Purple clouds through the town I don't mean to hurt you, but I ain't got no love bet I'ma roll some purple up right into the sunset I give up the sun, the moon For you, I do anything at all to be Then I choose living my religion, don't condone that play I'm on a mission, took your digits out my phone today I'm getting twisted, take ten splits right to the dome a day That's how I'm dealing, fuck my feelings, I'ma keep on smiling That's how I feel, you on the real, it's like I'm on an island All by myself, without my drugs, money, or the power I teeter-totter, got cold water, running in the shower Dollars coming every hour Help me get back to my mind state Ground weight, take a shot at love Only fine hate, fuck it I'm about to get back to the guap Couple stacks in my sock, I'm headed back to the block Then I veer into the studio My year like Call of Duty After much anticipation, I'm here Ricky Rubio, I'm a monster for sure I'm switching lanes fast, baby I'm an entrepreneur, you can't change that I give that. up the sun, the moon For you, I do Anything it all to be the one you need And girl, I die, yes, I die And if that's the only way Guess I walk along my skin and bone You are your own and I'll be on I my own sun, the moon For you, I do anything it all to be As always, thank you for listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. You can find me at Fairly Dark on Twitter. Please do so. Hit me up. I want to thank you, Marcus Hoff, Jet Noir, Tony Mayo, and of course, Pittsburgh's own FB. Thanks for the music, guys. And uh, tune in. In the coming weeks, we're going to have Peter Stefano back again from Porno for Pyros. Take care. Good night. Some Lucello, okay? Okay, well, let's settle that. 
ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of Her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Electric acid.